I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 80. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day or an amazing week, or that you are just having a day, whatever you are having right? Whatever your experience is. As always, the first step is just to accept that this is what we got today. That's sometimes where I go, but I do wish that you're having an amazing day because an amazing day, for me at least, always feels better than a less than amazing day. And yes, sometimes I have days that are not amazing (laughs) often, but I work with it. So today I wanted to talk with you about something that is really very life-changing. And I say that, and I think I say that about a lot of things, but this has to do with noticing the story of your past and how it's affecting you now. And so what I wanted to talk to you today, title of this podcast is how to change your past. And I would say sort of subtitles there are how to make peace with your past, maybe how to accept your past, how to celebrate your past. I came across this phrase recently, which is more maybe psychological or therapeutic, but how to recontextualize your past. Because who doesn't want to change their past? I mean, maybe you don't, but certainly for me, doing the work on how I understood my past, how it affected me in the present, and how I was bringing my past into the present and then projecting it into the future and using that to limit what I considered available to me in the future was huge. And so I want to suggest that you actually can change your past, sort of, in the most important way. So what I want to talk about is not changing the facts of your past, but changing, right, recontextualizing, changing what those facts mean, how you tell the story of your past, and really starting to work with it and examine it in a way that's intentional and useful and beneficial. This isn't about like just making up a past, right? This isn't about lying. This isn't about fibbing or anything like that. This is about taking those same facts of your life and deciding how you want to think about them, how you want to tell the story of your past or part of your past in a way that is going to serve you now in the current moment and in a way that is going to be useful and serve you to create more of the future experience or experiences that you want to have in your life. And I just want to start with a caveat here. And this is a big caveat, of course. I am not a therapist, right? I'm a board-certified dermatologist and a certified life coach. 
And I do believe that discussing our past, right, telling the truth, telling our understanding of the truth, our experience of our past about things that have happened to us, to another caring and receptive human is so powerful and can be very healing. I think this is part of the therapeutic process in therapy. And I want to say that if you have a history of physical trauma, extreme trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, or feel that you've had very extreme trauma, then that is something to initially work through with someone who is in therapy, a psychiatrist or psychologist or counselor, because I do think that telling our story can be very therapeutic. But after you've done that work, or if you're talking about a memory or a past that's not particularly traumatic, although I understand, right, we perceive things differently, then this is where I think this podcast and what I'm going to discuss can be very helpful. So as with everything I say on any podcast, right, listen and check in and test it for yourself. Notice if it feels useful or helpful. Coaching is never supposed to feel harsh, right? I like the analogy. It's never supposed to feel like you're beating yourself up or slapping yourself or abusing yourself by trying any of these tools. Coaching should always make you feel better and kinder. It should be like offering yourself a hug, right? It should feel more like freedom. That's always how I test whether something is useful for me at that particular junction in my life. So I just want to say caveat here. If you've had extreme abuse, sexual, physical, emotional, right? If you've been in a very traumatic situation or if you're working through that, maybe skip this podcast. But what I want to talk to you about is changing your past in the way that we tell it. And it actually is very interesting that my understanding of some of the therapy for PTSD and for trauma is to very safely and consciously recontextualize it, to sort of recontextualize the memory of that event in a way that it becomes less triggering. And you are rewiring your brain so that that memory that event no longer has the same traumatic emphasis for you again. So again, I do think sharing our version of our story for the first time to someone kind and caring and compassionate can be very helpful. I don't find it useful to continue, right, to reiterate a painful story painful past and repeat it over and over again, right? That part I don't find particularly useful or helpful. That's just my personal opinion, but I haven't found it useful for me. And this is something that I work with on clients, again, that have already sort of processed maybe the trauma of something, but who want to have a new relationship with their past, who want to really feel better about their past, right? That's the point. So I don't believe in rehashing the past over and over again, and I don't think that it's useful to continue to explain our current life experience or experiences based on something that happened to us in our past. I just want to offer that to you. And the reason 
is that our past no longer exists in any place except our mind. I remember when I first really understood that, it really blew my mind, quite honestly. Right. And so I just want to offer to you that if you're thinking about your past, right, think about something in your past, where does that exist? Right. Can you point to it in the world? Maybe you can see a photograph or something. Right. But if you're thinking about your past, you're doing so now. You're doing so in the present moment. Your thoughts about the past are current thoughts, they're happening now in your brain. You're thinking about an event in the past, but you're doing so now. So this is a big deal because it means that your past is really over, right? The only way your past exists now is in your thought or thoughts about it. Otherwise, it doesn't really affect you. I will say I'm interested in some theories about whether the body can store memories, right? Whether the body can store past events. But my current understanding is that I don't think that the research is there. So I just want to say again, for sort of normal memories, I love the idea that my past is over. That might be my favorite thought about the past. My past is over. I think that even comes from Byron Katie. Her favorite thing about her past is that it's over. But your thoughts right now about your past do affect you. So your past doesn't affect you any longer, except in your current thinking and feeling about it. All your thinking now that you have, all your thoughts now affect you very deeply right now. But again, I just want to reiterate that what happened to you in the past does not affect you except in how you think about it. Your past no longer exists except in your mind. And one way I like to point this out to my clients because we're very granular, is to just notice, like, what if we could have you have a little tiny TIA or a little stroke and just wiped out one neuron that was responsible for remembering a certain painful event, right? We could just very uh, lightly remove that. Just notice what would be different now for you, right? If you could no longer remember that event, And what I want to suggest that we do intentionally is not change the facts of our past, but again, change how we think about them, right? The meaning we ascribe to them. I've talked to everyone before that humans are meaning-making machines, right? That's what we do. I also think that it's really fascinating. The more I've read up on memory and how we remember things, how we store memories, it's not really that reliable, right? I used to think like our brain was just a fact recording device, but it's not. Things that have high emotional tone get stored differently or maybe get stored with that overlay. If you have a sibling, right, you can ask them about a memory you have. And often my experience with my sister is that we remember things very differently. So what you remember may not be what someone else remembers because it's from our own perspective. And again, whatever we were paying attention to at the time. And research currently shows that memory is quite often very unreliable and malleable, that we can routinely add or subtract details, settings, actions, people, right? We conflate, we invent, we edit, which is a whole nother thing. So that idea and that research has actually helped me 
loosen my grip a little bit on my past as well with the idea like maybe I'm wrong about it. Maybe even what I think is a fact didn't really happen. Not in a way of gaslighting myself at all, but in a way of just being less attached to it, not having to hang on so tightly. So again, I just want to go back to this idea that your past is over and it's your current thoughts about it that are creating all of your feelings. So if you have shame or you have pain or you have regret, remorse, if you feel taken advantage of, if you feel like it wasn't fair, all of those things, those are optional. Those are changeable. You don't have to have so much pain about your past. The pain you're experiencing about your past, you are creating now unintentionally, of course, from your memories of the event, right? Not from the event, but your memory of an event. I think I've mentioned this in another podcast, but if I asked you to write a story or make a movie convincing me of what an amazing, wonderful past life you've had, could you do it, right? Using the facts. Or if I asked you to do the opposite, make a movie or write a book or convince me how awful your life has been, how horrible it's been, could you do it, right? We can. We can pick and choose what we focus on, what we tell. And again, I'm not asking you to delete events in your past or to delete your past at all. You could just notice what are you choosing to focus on and what is the meaning that you're giving those facts, those events in your past. Because in the end, we get to decide how we want to feel about it, right? We get to decide what we're going to make it mean. We get to decide whether we want to think it was amazing or okay or terrible, whether we learned a lot or whether we feel like we got shortchanged. One of my favorite teachers, and I know I've mentioned her a lot and I've quoted her before, Byron Katie, says that when you argue with your past, you lose but only 100% of the time. So notice, are you arguing with your past? Do you ever tell yourself that your past should have been different or you should have been different? You should have made different decisions. You should have done things differently. Or your parents should have been different. Your parents should have done it differently. Or the outcomes of things should have been different, right? That things shouldn't have gone the way they went. The past is over in that sense and arguing with it and imagining a past where things were different typically doesn't go well for us. It typically makes us feel regret, shame, all of those negative emotions. And again, there's nothing wrong with those emotions, but they don't feel that great. And if you notice the results that they're creating for you now, they often just keep you stuck in those negative emotions and in replaying and reliving that. Notice how much pain arguing with the past, if that's what you're doing, causes for you now. Why not work on eliminating that? I do like to think, what if the past happened the way it happened? What if it was always going to happen that way? What if the past, I don't like to say it was perfect, Because for me, that sort of doesn't feel that good, but some people like it, not in a way of approving of the past or that you would have chosen the past the way it happened necessarily, but notice what you tell yourself about the past. I just like to think like 
the past is the past, right? What if the past was always going to happen the way it did? It's possible. How do I know? Because it happened that way, right? I also like to really notice, like, what if I couldn't have done it differently? Could I have done it differently with what I was thinking and believing at the time? The answer for me for that is always no, right? I couldn't have done it differently with what I was thinking and believing at the time. And I believe that about other people too. What they were thinking and believing with their resources at the time, could they have done it differently? No, it's not like we have a time machine where we can go back. (laughs) So you could start to notice, do you want to make peace with your past? Do you want to feel differently about your past? You could ask, how can you make peace with your past? That's a great question. How do you want to feel about your past? Do you want to use your past to make you feel better and stronger and more capable and happier? Do you want to be proud of yourself in light of your past or because of your past? What if you want to think about your past in a way right, that makes you feel better now about you? right? How do you want to use your past? It's yours. It's yours in your mind. It's no one else's. You get to decide what you're going to make your past mean in your life now and in the future. You get to decide whether you want to be the hero or heroine of that story, right? Or whether you want to be the victim of that story. Again, you can't change what happened, but you get to change what it means to you now. And that's really all you need to do. Because we really can rewire what our memories mean and how they affect us now. That's the best news I have. So there's a few ways to start to change your past or to recontextualize your past, to make peace with your past. One, you could just play around with, what do you want the title of your past to be, right? How do you want to define it? The other way, and I think this is very powerful, is to start with how you currently would describe your past. Right, write it down. It would just be like if I asked you about your childhood, right? Or your past or whatever. How would you honestly describe it? Your whole past, or you can just pick a more painful part of it, the one maybe you go back to or think about or dwell on or that you know you haven't been able to get past. So write it down. This is very helpful because often our mind then wants to convince us that we don't really think this or we don't really think that. But if you put it on paper, or you could type it out, I guess. I like to write it by hand on a piece of paper. Then you can work with it. And then I want you to pick out the facts of your past, right? You could just go back and circle the facts. If it's on your computer, you could bold it or highlight it. Notice what are the facts and what are all our thoughts about it. Typically, we have few facts and a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions. And then start to play around with it. Can you tell the story of your past using the same facts? Maybe you don't include all of them, right? But we aren't changing the facts. Can you tell your past with you as the hero? Notice how many ways you can tell the story of your past using the facts of your past. And again, you could just keep playing around with it. Can you tell the story of your past with it being amazing or perfect, right? Incredible. And just keep checking in. How do you want to think about your past? How do you want to think about yourself then and now? Notice if how you tell the narrative of your past currently is helpful or useful or not really. You actually can change. So again, you don't have to change the facts. Although again, I would remind you that 
based on current science, our memories are often highly subjective. (laughs) And what we think are facts might not even be facts, but can you hold it more loosely? And can you change your story of your past in a way that is intentional and serves you now and helps you to create the future that you want? I do have some clients who sort of resist this. And of course, that's totally fine. You get to decide everything you want to think and feel how you want to think about your past. The most common reason for not wanting to change your past or to tell the story in a way where you are the hero or heroine of your story is that I think sometimes we are afraid that if we do that, we will just make the same mistakes again. But I would suggest that the opposite is true, that often if we are feeling shame or regret or remorse, we're much more likely to stay stuck in that than we are to become more future focused, to let ourselves off the hook that we have created. There is no hook (laughs) that you're putting yourself on. And what if you were proud of yourself? Maybe not because of all the decisions you made, but because of how you've grown from it, right? I like to tell myself that I did the best I could in the past. And sometimes my best wasn't that great, but it's made me who I am today. And from that, from decisions I made that I would have liked to have done differently, I now can make different decisions. And it's the letting myself off the hook. It's the self-forgiveness. It's the knowing that I did the best I could that allows me the full range of choice and permission to make a lot of decisions because I know that I'll forgive myself if I make a decision that doesn't end up the way I want it to, right? I'll just keep moving on. I'll move forward. And that is the freedom that I want for you. So again, maybe try this out, see what resonates for you. Notice how you currently would describe an event in your past, write it down, pick out the facts, notice if it's serving you, notice what it's creating for you now and decide how you want to think about it, how you want to tell the story, how you want to feel about it, your past, your thoughts, change it however you want to. Thanks so much. Wow. This ended up being longer than I thought. And I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician, ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.